When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, Steeler fan. Welcome to Know Your Enemy. I am your host, but I'm not Michael Beck. Uh, I'm Jeffrey Benedict, and I'm hosting tonight because Michael Beck is is feeling a little sick. Uh, We wish him all the best. Hope he is feeling better. Uh, Instead of of Michael Beck hosting and uh, throwing it over to me, with me tonight is Kevin Tate. From the Know It Alls podcast, you may have seen him. He's been on the very first Know Your Enemy of the season before the Hall of Fame game. He was on with Michael Beck. He's been on with on Tales of from Two AM with Brian Anthony Davis. Kevin Tate, welcome back to Know Your Enemy. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks for having me, man. I love working with you guys, man. And you know, you're you're you're, you're playing Michael tonight, but I can't play you because I don't know the X's and O's like you. <laughs> I might I might know personnel, but I don't know the X's and O's. <laughs> Oh, that's okay, because this is all about personnel, this show. Okay, this is, this okay. one's all about the, the players. Uh, I always, As always, know your enemy. We have a guest from the other team. We are planning to have Bruce Nolan from Buffalo Rumblings to here to talk about the Bills in the second half. 
of our show. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about the Steelers. And we're going to be, and as they prepare to head to Buffalo for week one. So Kevin was here right before the Hall of Fame game. Him and Michael got to talk a lot about the Steelers roster. Players on it make some predictions. So we're going to go kind of back over the roster now that, that we have the finished 53-man roster heading into week one. And I'll start you off with a, with a, with a tough question here, Kevin. Um, when you look at the Steelers' offense this year, is there a position you look at and say, outside of quarterback, outside of Ben Roethlisberger, that you say that position really needs to be or really could be a big strength for this offense and kind of drive the team's success? Well, as far as the offense goes, my personal opinion, I I, I think it's that tight end group. And I, I I think it's all three of them. I think what, what Ebron offers in the in the passing game, you know, be, be, being able to being able to kind of kind of be that that pass catching tight end. And then and, and then the rookie Fryermuth, he's he's like a both. He's like he's a pass catching tight end, inline tight end. And I just like Gentry's size. He brings he's He's gotten better over the past couple, two, three years, and he brings he brings that big frame, that 6'8 frame, 260, 265. I like that. So I think if we're talking about a particular group outside of quarterback that could that could really surprise us this year, and especially in Matt Canada's offense, I would probably roll with the tight end group. That's actually that's actually my pick as well. Uh, actually, I think I'm, I'm kind of high on Zach Gentry as that number three tight end. I yeah. don't think he's going to be like a major impact player. But like you said, he's big. He showed a lot of blocking talent in the preseason. And he's got good enough hands. Like if, if you leave him alone, he's going to catch the ball. And he's freaking huge. Uh, we all saw what Pat Fryermuth did in his little bit of action with Ben Roethlisberger. That, that, was, that was incredible looking. It was, yeah. I, li- I like Pat. Big 10. Proven. Oh, yeah. Like that kid. Yep. All right. So we're both high on the tight end room. So I want to ask you, is this the best tight end room the Pittsburgh Steelers have ever had? Three deep. Is this the best tight end room the Pittsburgh Steelers have ever had? Well, you know, I think I think in, in this day and era, I think I think we're we're all guilty of some type of recency bias. <laughs> so yeah. I mean I really think we are. But if just thinking back, I mean Heath, Heath is obviously the all-time best, but Heath did Heath play with Spath? Yeah. Heath and Spath. Yeah. And I don't even remember who the third guy was in that room. Yeah, he played he played for a bit, I think, with Jeremy Tooman as well. Jeremy, I remember. But he didn't get Jeremy like Tooman. it wasn't like he played with Mark Bruner. Like, it right, like right, right. Well, that was way back, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I you know what? I'd say so. I mean, just 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 from what, what each of those guys brings to the table. I mean, you know, if, if if Ebron can cannot drop balls, you know, I mean, really, and he, he he's obviously blocking better. I I read something about as far as his PFF grade was really good this preseason, as far as his blocking, which 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 is much better than it's been any other time in his career, as far as blocking goes. If if, if we can get some semblance of the was it the the 20, 2018, 2019 Ebron in Indy? Yeah. Where we had like 12, 13 touchdowns, and he won't he won't get that much production. But if he's just that type of threat, him with with Fryermuth, and then if we ever need to bring in Gentry, yeah, I think this tight end group is probably 
the best I can recall. I mean, I I go back as far as remember Benny Cunningham and Eric Green. I remember all those guys, but I don't remember who played with them to say, oh, that room was better than this one. This this, this is a talented room. Yeah, they might not have – this group might not have the best number one tight end because Heath Miller is obviously better. And Eric Green, I don't know if either of these guys are better than Eric Green yet. We haven't seen that yet. Right. But their, their second tight end, number two, whether you count Ebron or Fryermuth, is probably the best number two tight end the Steelers have ever fielded, as especially a as a receiving yeah. threat. I absolutely agree. As a collective, it is. And that's exciting to me because in 2018, we saw Vance McDonald and Jesse James uh, set, I believe they set the receiving, like the receiving record for tight ends as a okay. group for the team. As a group for a year. Okay. Yeah, for those two. And man, Jesse, like Jesse James and Vance McDonald, like, like that's that's not that's not even oh, right, 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 right. Part. Yeah. I mean so this is those I this mean, could those, be something. Those guys, those guys were 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 good to average. These guys have the potential to be good to great. I agree with you there. All right. With the tight ends, the other, the obviously one of the biggest names this season coming up is Najee Harris. Watching some of his films, like when he was running in the preseason, you all of a sudden see people on social media everywhere putting up videos of Le'Veon Bell being like, does Najee remind you of anyone? <laughs> like, hey, is, have we seen this kind of runner before? Right. Do you think Najee Harris can be that kind of a back? And are you worried about the number of touches he could get in this offense if he really is producing? Because we know how Mike Tomlin, when that guy's running, he's just like, feed him the rock. Give it to him again. Give him again. Are you worried about that? um, Well, the first part of your question, I think think Najee Harris can can be better than L. Bell. I mean, and that's that's saying a lot. But, I mean, he's he's, he's a first-round pick. He, He was the top running back coming out this draft class. I mean, if I remember, L. Bell went in the 40s in the second round. He probably was like maybe the third or fourth running back taken. So yep. that that pedigree alone lets you know he has the potential to be better. I mean, Le- Le'Veon Bell went to Michigan State. This kid went to Alabama, five-star blue chip. So I think he has the potential to be better. Not, and more and more that we see L. Bell in, with the Jets, briefly with the Chiefs, now he's going to Baltimore. I think he. I think it's showing now that he was a product of everything around him when he was in Pittsburgh. I mean, having AB out there, having been a quarterback, you know, being being be, being a part of the the killer bees was a benefit to him. That I, I think he thought he was the man. He wasn't as much the man as he thought he was, and he's seeing that now that he's signing to a practice squad for the Ravens because two guys got hurt. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that. I'll. I'll go a little further. I think Najee, I'll going into it, Najee Harris is faster yeah. than Le'Veon Bell ever was. Uh, and Le'Veon Bell, you watch some of the old highlights of Le'Veon Bell, and what stands out to me constantly is that offensive line was just ridiculously good. Uh, so Najee, I don't know if Najee's going to produce what Le'Veon Bell produced because that depends on the offensive line. Right, it depends, depends a lot depends, on that O line. It depends on the offensive line, and also they 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 have more playmakers to get the ball to now than they did then. I yeah. mean, then it was predicated on what AB is going to do, what L Bell is going to do, and what that's why it was the killer three killer bees. Now we have so many pieces. You got two tight ends. You got four receivers. You got Najee in the backfield. You know, you can you you can bring in you can bring in Kalen Balaj. You can bring McFarland. 
And I think I think Matt Canada is going to use all those pieces, you know, in a, in a strategic, systematic way to carve up defenses. And I, I think before it was just, you know, Ben looking for A.B. And, and L. Bell running behind that line. That was it. Now we're going to be much tougher on defenses. And Najee may not get the numbers, but he'll, 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 he'll definitely have the effect. Yeah, that's one of the things – one of the things that excites me about this team is we can go four wide receivers – and there's not one of them that you can be like, okay, that's the guy we don't have to worry about. Right. You can go two tight ends. And at both of them, you're like, okay, we got to worry about that guy. We go to a third tight end. You try to clump off him. Zach Gentry can make people pay if you're just ignoring him. Right. Exactly. And then we got running backs. We got a couple of running backs. We could put Kalen Ballage <laughs> in the backfield and put Najee Harris out in the slot somewhere right. and let him run routes. Like, there's, we can put a lot there's... of different personnel packages on the field and not have a weak link. Absolutely. There, there, there's so much we can do. As far as the question about Tom, I think I think Mike Tomlin, I think this is the year he has to coach T has to I mean I, I don't I don't think he has to he has to conform to a running back by committee completely. You know, because you 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 want to you I I'd say you want to get Najee 20 touches a game. Whether that's receptions, carries, but you know try try and try and manage it to 20 carries a game. If you're in that 20 to 25 range per game, that's cool. But if, you, if we're getting up, he's getting 30 carries a game for the first three or four weeks, then it's not going to be looking good towards the end of the season for that kid. But, yeah. you know, so I think you, you mix in. You mix I like I like what Belage did in the preseason. I like Belage when I watched him play for the Dolphins and the Chargers the end of last year. You know, he he, he showed something. So, I mean, he he can get in and get, get five to six carries a game. You know, change up the pace with McFarland when he gets back. But you, we want to try and conserve. We want to we want to feed Najee, but we want to try and conserve him as well. Yeah, and if you if the offensive line can get going, you have like Benny Snell can run the clock out. If you exactly. got a lead late in the game, put in Benny Snell. It'd be like right. you know, Tomlin can yell at him about Benny Snell football. And <laughs> that time, that time he played Virginia or whoever it was, and Tomlin always yells about that. Right. All right. So we talked about the run game. We've talked about how much that's predicated by the offensive line. So let's get to this offensive line. Dan Moore Jr. starting at left tackle next to Kevin Dotson. Are you more excited or more worried about Dan Moore Jr. starting? Truthfully, Jeffrey, I'm I'm more excited, man. I mean, you know, the, the national pundits talk about our offensive line, talk about how bad we were, and we changed the entire offensive line. Now they talk about, the line's bad because you changed the whole line, but the line was bad last year. So I don't think you can't have it both ways. So yeah. I'm just excited about having a whole bunch of younger, more aggressive, more aggressive athletic guys in there. So I'm excited. I am I am too. I am too. Uh man, I I I think a little bit of my confidence is based on the fact that we saw Ben Roethlisberger when he had to get rid of the ball extremely fast. So if they're struggling a bit, like if they're run blocking well, but the pass blocking isn't going well, I think we'll see play action open some things up. I think we'll see Ben, hey, if you got to ditch the ball, ditch the ball until right. these guys get going. Uh, one of my things, one of my things I've been saying is I, I'm just, you have to hope that those guys, the young offensive linemen come together as a unit before they get Ben Roethlisberger hurt. And it I'd is. also... Yeah, and I also say hopefully at that point Najee Harris is still running well. Right. Like if well, we get to the playoffs and this young offensive line is coming together, 
Ben's still healthy and Najee Harris still has, you know, good good legs under him. He's not getting run down. This team could be something yeah. else. Yeah, like 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 with anything, in, in, in the beginning, there, there'll be some some tough times, you know, and we'll, we'll have to get through them. But when you come out the other side, it'll, it'll make you better. Like this, these guys now, can you imagine once they get this year's experience, how good they'll be next year? I mean, yeah. you know, like right now we're we're ranked probably one of one of the bottom offensive lines, but I could easily see if they stay together this year, coalesce, start to play well, going into next year with you know that they, they could be a top ten offensive line as yep. as early as next year. Yeah, you think center to left tackle, Kevin Dotson's oh. played three hundred and sixty snaps total. Like if they can pull it off as a rookie season and be a decent offensive line, even if they're just like good run blockers and the pass blocking is great, right, man, that spells good things for the I'm, future. I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm excited because also because of the mentality that they bring. You know what, what, yeah. what Coach Clem has kind of in, in, instilled in them all summer, and some of those guys just have that have that mentality mentality naturally. So I'm anxious to see it on the field. You know they 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 might not. They might not win the the X's and O's and the and that part of the, that part of the blocking game, but if they're just aggressive and playing fast and strong and hard, and just move some bodies, because I feel like Najee can can pick his holes, and the running game will be established. And then if Ben has to, we know from last year he can get rid of the ball in in two point two seconds if he needs to. So just give him an extra half a second, and we're doing better than we were doing last year. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on to talking about the defense here. The Buffalo Bills, obviously, Josh Allen is coming to his own. Stephon Diggs has become like a heck of a receiver over there. Really exploded with his stats last year. This preseason, they're showing a lot of ten personnel: one tight end, four receivers, no running back. They are just loving to spread the field out, and at the same time, the Steelers are looking at a secondary where we don't know who exactly the number three is going to be. Like, who is the number three cornerback? Mike Tomlin, they they wouldn't even put on the depth chart. When they put out the new depth chart for week one, they didn't even put nickel back on there. And right. someone asked, and Mike Tomlin was like, well, yeah, we did that. Because, uh, you know, in my opinion, it's because it's not going to be one person. They're going to be moving people around. And so facing a team with a quarterback like Josh Allen, with the wide receivers they have and their willingness to just spread the field. Do you think the Steelers secondary can handle this? It's a tough, it's a tough assignment, but I I think they can. I mean, I look at I look at Buffalo's offense that well, they 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 run they run the 10 personnel because they they're they're really not that confident in either their running back, Singletary or Moss. They're not confident in those guys. So, you know, they want to put their best players on the field. So I look at it like, and I think I think Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs is the is the new is the new Ben A B. That's what I, they I, they remind me of that. You know, because yeah. that's his guy and he's gonna force it to his guy. So we gotta try and kind try and kind of take Diggs out the offense best we can. But I also think that Emmanuel Sanders is back, Cole Beasley is there, and you got Gabriel Davis. And those guys are small receivers. So I think if our DBs, which are our bigger DBs, you know, with 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 uh, Pierre and Justin Lane, if he plays, and, and Witherspoon, if he happens to get any reps, they're all bigger. If we can just get physical with these guys in the line of scrimmage 
and then allow allowed the, the the line just to get a little a little pressure on 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 Josh real quick. We can kind of disrupt. I don't think we'll stop him, but we can disrupt him like we did that first half of the game last year. Absolutely. Um, one thing I would bring out: you brought up Akello Witherspoon. This to me, especially if they're going to go empty sets with no running back. This is the kind of game you can play him early because run defense is not his best fit. What he's best at is deep coverage and especially uh, good in you know pattern match switches where he's just taking the first guy going deep. If you're going five wide, like that's the defense we run against it, and you know somebody's got to be going deep. You're not doing five short routes. Right. Like he, to me, is a, is a guy that could be out there. And with his height and his coverage ability, he can really shut – and his speed. Oh, he's wicked fast. Like, you want to send Stephon Diggs deep, you might be able to beat James Pierre deep with Stephon Diggs. You know, you might be able to have him get past Joe Hayden and cause us a little trouble. Joe Hayden isn't the fastest guy in the world. Right. But a guy like Akella Witherspoon, if you're going to spread it out, that's the kind of that's the exact kind of guy you and, can use just to be like, whoever goes deep, take him away. And, and I agree. And if, and if that's what he's asked to do – to just basically man up with one of the receivers, I mean, you you don't need much time in the in, in the playbook to be able to do that. You're just going out yeah. there to use your natural ability. So he he probably can do that day one this this Sunday. Yeah, so that's one thing I'm very interested in seeing if, if Witherspoon gets snaps this week. Now, one thing I would do is I want to go through because last year, obviously, we played this team. Uh, Steelers lost about it was 26-15 Bills. But we and while we you know we've we've lost players, so it's easy to sit there and say, oh look at the players we lost. We had a lot of injuries then. So what I want to do, I want to go through real quick and look at uh, the main players that will be playing at different positions, the guys who got the most snaps against Buffalo in 2020, versus who is projected to be the guy starting here and playing the most in 2021. And for each position, I want you to tell me if you think. We are better this year, worse this year, or if it's, you know, roughly equal if it's a push. Right. Okay. So we'll start with the defensive line. Last year, the defensive line was actually healthy for this game. We had Hayward, Alu, Alu, Tuit, and our, our and we had Wormley there as well. Like we had those four guys playing a lot. Uh, almost none of the other defensive linemen played that game. This season, we don't have Tuit. He ain't, he's on IR right now. So the top four look to be Hayward, Aluwalu, Chris Wormley, and then either Isaiah Bugs or Carlos Davis. One of those guys is going to be the, the number four guy. Would you say we're better, worse, or even? Oh, we'd have to be worse. You lose Stefan to yeah. it off your, out your rotation. And then you're, you're you're obviously worse. That's that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, I, mean, I, I, think- that one. I was like, yeah, that's. Like if you said better, I was going to look at you. No, 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 no. Um, I, still, I still have faith in this group. Yeah, but but they're not as good when you don't have Stefan too. Yeah, Stefan too. I always love Stefan too because I say the dude has two pass rush moves. He has a bull rush and he has a swim, and that's literally all he needs because his 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 major move is just beat the crap out of you. <laughs> right. He's like, who's right. across from me? I'm beating the snot out of that dude. That's, that's all I'm doing. I'm driving it back to the pocket. Love Stephon too, and what and, and what it does for the rest of the defense is it just it just creates chaos. I mean, and that's mm-hmm. and that's where we miss Bud because Bud did that too last year, because yeah. he's just the athletic freak. I think Stephon too it is too. 
when when you're 6'5, 315, yeah, you can you can mess some stuff up. Yep. Yep. And a lot of a lot of playmakers are able to finish a lot of plays when the offense is reeling because just somebody injected themselves into your backfield and blew up your play. Right. TJ Watt, Devin Bush, they even make a Fitzpatrick. They make plays off that chaos. All right, let's move to off, outside linebacker. Last season, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, and Bud Dupree was out. The number three linebacker that game, outside linebacker, was Olasunkanmi Adeniyi. This year, we've got Watt and Highsmith again, and our number three is Melvin Ingram. Way better this year. You know yeah. what? I would I would even say that that we're maybe not way better. I'd say we that we were better even if Bud played last year, because I have that much confidence it's High Smith in year two and what Melvin Ingram brings as a third pass rusher. And yeah. obviously TJ with another year on his belt is only going to get better. He's he's not he's not even hit his prime yet. He's 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 headed there. But so I'd say even if Bud was healthy last year, that we'd still be better. But as with no bud in this year's group, we're way better this year. Yeah. And I think if TJ Watt has a slow start to the season because he hasn't been no preseason, no stuff, I honestly don't believe that. But even if that does happen, right? I think Melvin Ingram covers it. Yeah. Like I think I, I think your ability to work TJ in and play Ingram, Ingram's versatile. Ingram can do a lot. I uh, think did did do you remember Bud got hurt? In the Reds in the football team game, right? That's when he no, got hurt. He was out after he was out in the Browns game, I think. Well, the Devin Bush was in the Browns wrong? game. I could be no, I, but, I'm wrong. That was yeah, Bush. but 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 was the football team. I think it was like so yeah. we were 11 and 0. So that was like the 12th game. So yep. how however many sacks Bud had up to that point, I bet collectively Highsmith and Ingram have more sacks through. 11 games than what Bud did. So the production will be higher. All right. I like that take. I like that. We'll see. Inside linebacker. You're going to enjoy this one. Inside <laughs> linebackers, when we faced the Buffalo Bills in 2020, our top three snap getters at inside linebacker were Avery Williamson, Marcus Allen, and Ulysses Gilbert III. This year, our top three guys are projected to be Devin Bush, Joe Schobert, and Robert Spillane. Way better again. <laughs> we're, yeah, like, we're that's way better. Right answer. Okay. Uh, safety, I, I don't even know if you need to go over that. It, it's Minka and Trell Edmonds and, and Minka and Trell Edmonds. So, but do we, do we, do we, do we, do we like to, do we like the, the, the backup unit better this year? Was, was that Sean Davis play. last year? Yeah, that no one else they, plays. Yeah, like, they didn't play. Like, right, that's true. I do like the backups better this right. year, but they don't play until somebody gets hurt. You know, someone might see time in nickel or dime. So I'm going to push on that one. Cornerbacks, Steven Nelson, Cam Sutton, Mike Hilton, and Justin Lane last year. And that was Mike Hilton after his injury. He wasn't 100%. This year, Joe Hayden, Cameron Sutton, James Pierre, and then – Witherspoon, Mollett, one of those guys. I'm I really could go push. I'm going to say slightly better because Hayden is, is playing. And I like Sutton in the slot. I mean, 
Steven Nelson, Diggs was having his way with Nelson last year. Like literally yeah. having his way. And I think I think with this with this group, I just I and I, I know we lose a lot with Hilton. Even even Hilton not at 100 percent We lose a lot in stopping the run game yeah. and the blitz, but Buffalo's not running. And I think the way they spread the feeling was that that Sutton could be more valuable in coverage than what Hilton would be playing up up at the line against this team. Yeah. I agree with you there. I'd go, I'd go push her slightly better, which means we're looking outside of defensive line. We had had push. We'll go with push for if we go push for corners and safety. Uh we had they're worse off because they're missing to it on defensive line, but better on both outside linebacker and significantly better at inside linebacker. So yeah. so we're going with the defense is better for this game than it was when we met Buffalo last season. Let's real quick get to the offense. Start with the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, in 2020 versus Ben Roethlisberger in 2021. Do you think he's going to be better for week one this season than he was in week 15 last season? I do. I mean, I think I think the the, the seven or eight months, eight months since he last had to throw a football in a, in a, in a real game, in a regular season game, that his, his elbow is only going to be stronger. I think, I think he's had time. He's had, I think he's really tried to take in Matt Cannon's offense and kind of digest it and see 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 how he can use the pieces around him and run the ball. You know, I, I, I've, I've compared it to the kind of season I, I expect from Ben is the kind of season I, that we saw with John Elway when he got Terrell Davis towards the end of his career. You know, wow. you you lean on that young stud running back. You got you got a team that plays defense and and you know the old guy who has been now. If, if we need to, to 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 dial it up and let you pass to get us back in the game, we know we're capable. But right now, we want to run the ball. We want to control the game, play good defense, and get out of stadiums with W's. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, ben is healthier now. He, healthier, he was yeah. not. He was not in the best shape at the end of last season. So at least for this game, definitely, I'm going Ben Roethlisberger being better than he was last season. Running backs, this is another fun one. James Conner, Benny Snell, and the leading snap getter from week 15, Jalen Samuels versus Najee Harris, Benny Snell, and Kalen Ballage. Probably way better. <laughs> yeah. Way better. Yeah, you basically just replaced like Jalen Samuels with Najee Harris. Right. Significant upgrade. Significant and, upgrade there. Yeah, there's there's definitely an upgrade. All right, tight ends. Last season, both the tight ends played in that game. So we had Eric Ebron and, and Vance McDonald versus this year, Eric Ebron and Pat Fryermuth. Way better. Yeah. Um, and, I, and, I, and I liked Vance McDonald. I, I even think this year's Ebron will be way better than last year's Ebron just because Pat Fryermuth is there to, to apply motivational pressure. He's like, if you want to get snaps, Ebron, you better block your butt off. You better catch the balls that are thrown your way, and you better make an impact, or they're going to give the majority of the snaps to the rookie. Yep. I mean, so I also, I, I also want to add: by the time the Steelers played Buffalo, Eric Ebron had already set a career had already set his career record for the most snaps before that game. And if you wow. watch those games, he's banged up. Like you can tell when he's blocking, he had no interest in blocking. He and he was very high. He was very tight. He looked like a guy whose back, like torso, wasn't good. 
Right. And he was dropping balls. So I think – I'm going to agree with you. I think Ebron's going to be better, and uh, Pat Fryermuth is a definite upgrade over what Vance McDonald was last year. Even as a rookie, last year Vance McDonald wasn't good. Right. Uh, Vance McDonald at the top of his game – Firemouth is a rookie. That's a lot closer than I th- than I think. But but still be. but still close. I mean, yeah, they're still right. reasonably close. Yeah, Van- Vance last year versus Firemouth, no, not even close. Wide receivers are the same. Do you, do you think there? Do we have any reason to believe this wide receiver group is going to be better or worse than they were last season? I, th- I think they're going to be better. I think the offense the offense Canada run will be more creative. They'll, they'll 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 be more 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 involved in in run running different route trees, and and you know I th- I think they're going to move all of them around, so I don't I don't think any of them will ever all the time play play the you know the X Y the same for the slot the same position all the time, I think that's I think that's part of Canada's plan is to is just to to keep the defense on their heels, I anticipate I remember that was the game that Deontay Johnson had a terrible game he was dropping all kind of balls against Buffalo. And I yeah. think that that was the prelude to his offseason where he's been working with catching tennis balls and trying to work on his focus and all that kind of stuff. And I think I think he, he'll be better. I anticipate I, I, James Washington has just gotten better every year. We, we might not use him as much as we probably should, but he's gotten better every year. And, and Chase right. Claypool, another year under his belt, he's going to be better. He's, he's worked on his route running and – you know, um, working working on trying to catch contested balls and stuff like that. So, I think I think the the wide receivers will be better this year. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, I'm not as sold on on. I don't know if James Washington and Deontay Johnson will be better, but I think they'll at least be equal to what they've been. And I think we'll see Chase Claypool grow in year two, especially just having more time with Ben. They had so little time last year. You could tell right. there were games. Ben's just throwing it to Claypool, trying to figure out, you know, where is he going to be at this timing in the route? How's he running this route? They have worked together. They have actually had good time to, to work together, get on the same page. Last one, we need to get to our break. So our last one is obviously the offensive line. Then we'll go straight to our break. Uh, and when we come back from our break, we're going to have our guest come from the Buffalo Bills. So our last one is offensive line. Last year they had most of the line healthy for that game. Uh, Villanueva played, Pouncey played that game, DeCastro played that game, Chukwuma Korfor played that game. The only craziness was at left guard where they went through Matt Filer, Kevin Dotson, and ended the game with J.C. Hassenhauer playing in week 15 versus this season, obviously, the first game of uh, Dan Moore Jr., Kevin, uh, Kevin Dotson, first time as a starter for a real starter for a season, uh, Kendrick Green, Trey Turner, and again, Chukwuma Kora for a right tackle. Is there is there any chance this team has of being a better offensive line than we had last year at this time? You know, we we don't know, but I'm going to say it's better just because it's different. Because we know last year's line didn't work. We saw it, so <laughs> yeah. we don't know what's going to happen this this weekend Sunday. But we know last year's line didn't work. So like I I got to go. I got to go that we're going to be better. I can't even call it a push because we weren't very good last year with that with gonna, that group. I'm gonna go with at least for game one, these guys haven't played much together. I'm gonna go with worse. Because even though Pouncey, DeCastro were struggling last year, Villanueva wasn't what he used to be. They knew each other more. 
you didn't have as many miscommunications. So I'm going to go with worse for this game. I think they'll be better overall, which means quick tally on the offensive so do, side. Do, do, we have do. every group being better except maybe the offensive line. And and that's you because I have them better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have you have every I have them better because I saw defensive line. I, every I position saw, but defensive line better. Right, I saw enough of that line last year. I mean, and and I and I respect what they what they had did years previous to that. But we're talking about week fourteen or fifteen, whatever it was last year, yeah. versus what we potentially can have this year. I think the potential was greater for this week than what it, what they did last year. In that Buffalo game. All right. The, the very last thing I want to really quick is uh, say I think we can agree that uh, Randy Feekner versus Matt Canada, uh, that we have a better offensive coordinator this year. I think we can agree on that. I think we way, 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 way better. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got to take our break. Uh, we're going to bring in, I forgot his name, Bruce Nolan from Buffalo Rumblings to talk about the Buffalo Bills. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. If you're on YouTube, stay with us. If you are on our audio platform, click over to the second part of this show. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.